0: Call me out. You can call me
1: in. You just just fucking call me when <laughs> hey everybody now. Welcome to Live on Four Legs, a definitive live Pearl Jam podcast. And today we are doing a special roundtable because it is the one-year anniversary of See Here Now, the first show that they put on last year. That happened since 2018, it's special because it's the first show out of pandemic era, and it had been a very long time since Pearl Jam had played, and we were also there. It's myself and three very, very special friends that are going to be discussing this because we had a hell of a time traveling and going through the show and and doing so much other things, so we're just going to talk about it right now, so... If you know me, I'm Randy Sobel, I'm over here, but let's introduce everybody else. My friend and confidant for the trip, he is the headmaster of livefootsteps.org, and if you're not going there for stats and fantasy things and and on and on and yada, then you should. Let's introduce Dave (laughs) Jantosh. I missed it. I was like, oh, I I just missed the cut on that. What's going on, man? Hey, not bad. How are you doing? Just living the dream, man. Yeah, just talking with my friends tonight. That's that's all I can ask for, you know?
2: (laughs) It's great talking to you again.
1: That's right. And let's introduce the webmaster for the website that you can listen to this episode on and thousands of more episodes that we've done because we can't stop doing content. He is the webmaster of live on let's introduce chris everett into the show hey buddy what's up guys how are you guys doing doing great yeah doing awesome thanks for coming really hey, appreciate it it's a
3: it's a privilege and an honor <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know it's not but thank you <laughs> <laughs> and finally let's get to our man he's a patron and he also requested a pretty recent episode on st louis 2014 which was fun to do that obviously st louis had come up in the last couple weeks with with the show and everything like that so let's introduce david ruthman to the show david
4: what's going on man thanks randy it's great to be here good to see dave and chris too
1: all right guys well how'd this all start for everybody i can kind of chime in and say I don't think that any of us had tickets to this prior to to 2021 like nobody bought tickets when when tickets were available in 2020 am, am I correct on that
2: oh yeah no i i didn't no. correct
1: so obviously the whole idea is that you know east coast i think that's easier for dave and i and then chris and david coming from two different spots too but you have to think like nothing was being said that made it apparent that they weren't going to play. So there was also, um, shore that was happening from Anthony and touring fan live that were putting that on. And he kept saying, Oh, I need you there. I need your help. But you know, I, you're a part of this. And I kept saying, all right, well, I, I guess I have to do it. And that was really the first concert that I'd been to technically, it, it was a dinosaur Junior show, which was a what is it a uh, social distancing show, which didn't really come off as much of a concert. but yeah, it would be the first one that I had attended. So then I think word kind of got around. and I want to say it was Chris that picked up on it first and then Dave, you you got a ticket like shortly before the show started right
2: yeah like you were saying you were going and i was like you know what? I, re- I really gotta you know go to a show it's been way too long and i was like hey you know let's let, let's meet up you know let, let's you're 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 on the east coast i'm on the east coast let's go
1: and chris you were pretty late to the game too i think right i think once everybody <laughs> found out that that i got a ticket they were like oh okay
3: yeah yeah for sure i i, I definitely uh it was one of those things where I had to, I bought it on the second, secondhand market and there was just no way I was going to miss the, the first show. And after three years of this, uh, you know, the pandemic. So,
1: well, you almost did miss it.
3: Uh, well, almost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, d- please do, sh- do share what happened to your wristband and all that
3: yeah yeah it was uh, that was crazy uh was it they, they showed up like what the week before the show
1: oh yeah um, like no
3: time at all no time yeah and then um i opened it up or not i didn't have to open it up it was open on my doorstep uh <laughs> not, there was nothing in it uh it had been ransacked uh so i was able, but i was able to get through to uh the ticket ticket folks who who managed that over at uh uh, is it AXS or no, no, I don't think that's what it is. But anyway, they, they were able to, you know, send me a new one or, or no, we got through we'll call, um, yeah. but they, they, they took care of it and, you know, I was able to go thankfully, but, uh, that was scary, man. <laughs>
1: I, I, yeah, I remember you just like the day before the night before you were just like, I, I have no idea. I don't know if you're, they're going to let me in. I don't know what's going to happen. And yeah, like after that, I, you came back, I was like, yep. Okay. Smooth, smooth sailing and i don't think we talked about it for the rest of the night
3: yeah yeah the the support was was top notch I, I just remember because we have we have like you know the ring cameras on on the door and yeah was, like, kind of reviewing like did anybody mess with it like when it can you no know, it, it showed up that way and oh i just i remember i saw myself picking it up going ah. <laughs> what am i gonna do
1: well hopefully they enjoyed the show right
3: yeah, yeah. Well, if they were downworking sure in the out,
1: but if they were downworking in the postal system in Georgia, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: So so David, did you follow up with Chris when Chris said he was going to the show? You were just like, All right, I, I gotta go somewhere too.
4: Well, yeah. So Randy, I, I gotta credit Chris for really kind of looping me into this community. And uh, he's like a brother to me. So you know, through the pandemic, he and I messaged all the time. Um got me really into Pearl Jam, uh, into live and four legs. And, uh, you know, so when, when we found out that Pearl Jam was playing, you know, that became an immediate dude, we should go, you know, like brothers will do right. Like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, you get excited and then it started getting more and more real. Right. And it was like, well, let's, let's actually do this. And then I think Chris found out that you guys were going and, uh, you know, we just, you know, coming out of sitting around for, however long it was with COVID and the shutdowns. I mean, you get these opportunities and you, you start to look at it as like, I don't, I don't want to say no. I want to say yes. Let's make right. this happen. So we, we did it. We, we went for it. And I remember when my wristband came in the mail, I was texting Chris right away. And he's like, you're not going to believe this. Cause I think he, he must've just gotten his package at the same time. Wow. And that was, uh, that was pretty intense when, uh, when we found out that his was missing, but glad it, Got it uh, resolved pretty
1: smoothly. Yeah, right. That could have been like the horror story of all this—that us three would have had to make a weird decision whether to go with Chris or just leave him behind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, Chris, you could have walked along the beach and stumbled in. I'm sure, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't, I don't think it would have been a problem. Um, just, just go, least, go swim to the, the other park- side. Yeah, I could have listened to from the parking lot, I guess, uh, at the very least.
1: Right. Well, so the. Uh, It was was really cool. So I think we all kind of scoffed at, you know, the idea of being in New Jersey because New Jersey has the reputation for pretty much being New Jersey and everybody kind of knows that. And, you know, when you think of Asbury Park, that's that's kind of part of it. You know, the good parts are Bruce Springsteen, obviously, and the music and everything else, Danny Clinch and all that. And then the bad parts are, well, maybe everything else, the, you know. (laughs) anything that you can find on the beach that, you know, might, might be, uh well, that's honestly, I think that um, may be a little unsavory. Bit of a stretch. Yeah. That <laughs> honestly might be a little bit of a stretch. Cause that's always like pe- people will say that, Oh, if you walk down, if you walk down the shore, you're going to step on a heroin needle or some shit like that. Uh, that might be, that might be a little too much, but yeah, I remember Dave arriving at the house at my house and it was like seven or eight o'clock in the morning and I, answer, I, I got the door and I'm like, holy shit, you're real like this because you have to think I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I, I, I don't I know if I said that. I don't know if I said that, but I, I, I definitely said this is happening. Like this is for real. This we're, for I'm real. there. We're ready. That's, and I think what was going through my head was that, you know, I spent three years, you know, preparing and doing this podcast without really you Know being with the people that were helping and that were paying attention to what we were doing, so that was kind of the first indication that oh, yeah, like these are this is this isn't just my internet friend anymore, this is this is a real yeah, life know, friend, right? now, you, you know.
2: <laughs> because I mean, it's it's funny because like I remember, you know. Come on boston you know you started the podcast and everything yeah. like that and i was like yeah you're doing a meetup," and i was like hey you know i told my brother like hey i want to meet up with this guy and he's like well where is he like i i remember going to a uh, game on and normally the parties are downstairs but you were upstairs and somebody never got to meet and like you were an early pretty early user of life uh live footsteps and i knew you were you know, messaging me and you didn't even have the podcast yet and right. then i was like Put two and two together, and like, oh wait a minute, he's he's starting his own little podcast. Oh, I want to meet this guy, and then like, how many years later, you know, we we have this opportunity for to see her now, and I was like, like you're going, I'm like, I'm I'm okay, I'm going, like, right, let's go.
1: It was all just breeding positive energy there, yeah. And I kind of remember that email, and I remember emailing uh, you, emailing me back at the end, and you were like, good luck, you know, P.S. Good luck on the podcast. We're like. I didn't think anybody knew that I had a podcast at that time. <laughs> Maybe they knew that there was a podcast that existed, but boy, it was such small beginnings. I just didn't really expect anybody to to pay attention like that. And then that kind of stemmed from there. And what we were doing kind of brought up stat ideas and stuff. And you were on the podcast at like episode 13 or some shit like that. Really, yeah, really early. Really so. early on. Yeah. Yeah. And it all decided- I mean- it all it, kind of it, came down to what What were you guys saying? that's pretty
3: awesome that's pretty awesome Randy. i mean i gotta say like the 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 podcast world is is a very short-lived uh lifespan usually and you, you, you know you guys have just absolutely crushed it you know uh, well thank kids, you yes seriously
1: yeah, that's uh that's that's awful kind for you to say and and September is is important because September is uh a couple of weeks ago was the 4th anniversary of our first show. So it's like you know looking back and we almost stopped, you know, it was almost done when I lost Matt as a co-host and yeah, you you're right. Like it's really really hard to maintain and put it together, but I think you know you just get the juice when you kind of know, especially the time of year when tours come along and people are really paying attention and they want the news and everything like that. Like that's, that's the rush. That's the best part of it. So, um, Mm -hmm. Let's uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about like, you know, Dave and I got to drive in. We had multiple conversations. Porn happened to play on the playlist. And I was like, Dave, what the fuck are you doing? And the whole entire weekend, all you kept saying was, I want to show you this Dave Matthews song. I want to show you this Dave Matthews song. And I'm like, okay, show me. And then it finally popped up because you had this playlist that was like 200, 300 songs long. And I we just kept, kept on throwing getting this stuff the same on there. shit. <laughs> remember that we kept getting the same shit. Like yep, yep. it was like a live performance of rats, both on Friday night and Saturday night. They were like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> the playlist like continuously like was on the same loop or something like that. Or I, I have no idea, but um yeah, but it did. It took till Sunday that I heard that Dave Matthews song and I was just like, okay, that was a Dave Matthews." <laughs> and now we're going to end what up seeing worked? them together. Was
2: Halloween? Oh, I wanted to hear uh, Halloween from, uh, oh, yeah, City, yeah. uh, Bader field. And I was like, Oh yeah, that, that was like one of my highlights of going to see, uh, Dave, you know, you know, that, w- and, and then again, that was pretty much, you know, pretty close to the beach in Jersey, but <laughs> was right, right in- <laughs> not, not your we feet in the sand. Like, uh, like see her now, but you know, yeah, hips cop and jump away, but <laughs> that's
1: cool. <laughs> So Dave, we get in at like Friday, you know, noonish, you know, pretty early. It's raining. It's not the best day, but no. like, what do you remember from like getting there? Cause you know, I have vivid memories of just like stepping out of the car and essentially like running into people that I didn't know that I knew and r- then running into people that like we were supposed to meet up with throughout the day. And it felt like this big, weird family reunion of people that I had only spoke to on the internet never in person before
2: oh yeah me too like you're like oh there's this person that person I'm like I know that face and that face but I never really like, talked to them it was just kind of weird like I had just you know personally met you other than you know talking and doing zoom calls and stuff like that before that but you know this is I was like also this is real you know coming to a show and, and getting to this you know close-knit community of you know the podcast and this and that i was like wow this is this is pretty amazing
1: yeah i think the thing that shocked me the most was we were just we're just waiting along and there's a little bit of a funny story while we were waiting the the whole skipping the barricade to go to the bathroom thing which ended up being a little do you remember that oh yeah 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 Yeah, i i jumped on the barricade to go to a bathroom that was kind of on the beach and I ended up like slipping, and my ass got all wet from the rain that was on top of the barricade. So, and then we we looked the other way, and there's an opening just right there. And I'm like, <laughs> why didn't we see that before? You okay. could have walked 15 feet that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was trying to like hurl or something. Who knows? But the just like the kind of the first thing that I noticed. Well, I didn't even notice it. Just like kind of happened was. I was standing around, and I see a guy on a bike come up, and he points to me. He's like, "Are you Randy?" I'm like, "Yeah." Hey, it's Seth Dahl. How are How are you doing? I'm like, "Oh yeah, I literally talked to you yesterday because he was doing. Um, he had the brewery the the brewery that was selling the uh the Pearl Jam related beer. I think there was like Trapdoor in the Sun and uh, Lemon Yellow Sun, something like that." I, they couldn't both have been son. I think one of them was was don't was go or something like that. But you you remember the uh, the the beer that was being sold that day?
2: I I do. I can't remember the name of what the. Uh,
1: I have I and look. I I should preface this by saying that I took a lot of Polaroid shots, and I'm going to be showing them to to the guys. But I'll also you know, maybe some way on live on four we'll be able to digitize these. You cannot tell what anybody has in their hands there. <laughs> yeah. So, no. uh, but they all, it was, it was, it was a, it was a beer that he brewed from his brewery and they were all like Pearl Jam song names. So that was kind of cool to, to, you know get that feeling there and you know I I went over and talked to him and got some beer for everybody later and he kept saying like if you're going to drink it make sure you drink it like you know over here and away from everything there's the cops and all that and we're like okay so I walked all the way to the other side all the way around and went back to the merch line (laughs) and I was just like here you go here you go like (laughs) what is everybody going to do I know it's I know New Jersey has, has really tough drinking laws but like come on we gotta have fun but uh we were on that merch line for, for a while, right?
2: Oh yeah. You 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 stood you stood there and and I think I went inside to get some lunch. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, I'll i I'll, gr- I'll grab you some lunch too. Like Yeah. I, I don't know. Were you like were we like fifth or sixth in line or something pretty like
1: close. that? Pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. The, the thing was is that I think we had a chance to kind of be second or so because there was one person there. And I was like, re- I, I, the idea was that I didn't want or care to stand stand online for that long, but there's like we have no plans right now. What are we gonna do? So we might as well yeah. like spend a little time here, meet people, make some friends. And I was, you know, at that time, I think I was handing out like website flyers and stickers and stuff like that. So I wanted to go and do that once the line sort of evolved and everything, and it did. And it wrapped around like blocks and blocks and blocks, and, and yeah, like. What were we gonna do? Wait for there for the long time and not get in the line, and then things get sold out. Because things did get sold out. I think posters got sold out, like not shortly after us, obviously, but like in the same line.
2: So, oh yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I just remember sitting there with the uh, the dog. Uh, was it, Jonesy? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Little, yeah. The little yeah. Uh, motherfucker Jones. Yeah, <laughs> that thing was so
1: chill. He was so. No, it wasn't
2: so cool. Just sitting there. Not for me. <laughs> oh, not for you, right? Yeah. I, yeah I, I went up and well, you went up to it. You wanted to retouch him.
1: <laughs> no, I, I was just trying to get him get a shot on the Polaroid, and I was trying to get a close-up and he started growling at me like, oh, I've never been afraid of like a four-pound dog before, but here I am. It sounded like it was gonna, gonna go after me. But for the for the most part, it was just sleeping there. Just oh, yeah. sleeping, just having a good time. But... yeah, so um, there's one thing that I want to kind of mention Because it, it does remind me a little bit Of this trip, unfortunately And, you know, the, the group that we met with before getting in the merch line was all of Anthony's touring fan live friends. And, and there are a bunch of them. There are a bunch that, you know, I'll remember by, by face, I'll remember seeing them. And I think I had met them, you know, through other means before on uh, on Facebook and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, I just remember just sort of meeting them and talking to them and, and figuring it out. And then when we got merch, it was you, me and Paul work that went back to the place that i think it was dale it was dale's house that he rented and anthony was there like everybody was staying there like 10 people Mm -hmm. while we were all staying in oh god what was the place that we stayed i don't remember i don't even remember the town we we stayed like (laughs) half hour away yeah like time time spent awake at this place was mm, maybe a total of two hours (laughs) not yeah. even not even we just we just put our shoes on and got the fuck out of there but um yeah so uh I I, I just sort of remember because this is part of the trip is that we got to the house and um we had found out that Michelle had unfortunately taken a fall and had broken both of her legs and just like we're all just sitting there like feeling for her it's like like this is this was supposed to be, you know, a moment for everybody, and now she had to miss the show. She had a lot of problems getting back to getting back home, and you know, was in a mm-hmm. wheelchair for a while and things like that. And you know, thankfully, she's good now. She's obviously recovered and all that. And she was at some of the shows uh, this September and some in in May, I believe she was at a couple of those, but yeah it's just i just remember that and it like everybody just kind of sitting there like whoa what's like whoa what happened yeah yeah and we we had just left Mm -hmm. right it was literally minutes after we left we
2: had just left the merch and then we met up with them again and they're like oh yeah did you see what happened you know it it surprised the hell out of everybody What? like we were just there
1: yeah and I think one of them, I think uh, her name was Tatiana, I believe. I think she stayed with Michelle the whole time, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I think she did, yeah. So yeah, so you know, obviously, it it has a happy ending that you know she got to go to shows and stuff like that. And but just to think, like first one out of pandemic, and that happens to you, just awful, real, just awful, terrible. But um. I think from that point on we were just kind of waiting it out before we did the shore stock event. And if you guys remember, we were helping raise money for that uh, last year. And the whole idea was to donate to uh, the project matters, which is a foundation that raises money for young musicians to get them gigs and, you know, get them, possible recording deals and things like that. And there's some really, really talented musicians that, that are under that umbrella over there. And uh, they did a fantastic job that night. Just like, you know, all the performers there were just excellent. And, you know, I think that's where we ended up meeting you guys. So now you guys come into the story here and, you know, like it's, it, it, it's pretty like it, the, the event doesn't start yet, but we're all just kind of hanging out. So yeah. Like why don't you guys go about your trip? Cause you guys were coming from different spots.
4: Yeah, that's right. So um, I was coming in from Phoenix and Chris was coming from Atlanta and we met up uh, at the Philadelphia airport, rented a car. Um, I actually was coaching my son's little league during that time last year And we had a game on Thursday evening, and then I had to, (laughs) so I coached the game in like 105 degree heat in Phoenix, (laughs) went to the airport, got a flight at like midnight, uh, you know, flew all night. So it was a a red eye flight, no sleep, met up with Chris and we, uh, Chris, you'll have to remind me. I think we, we had a hotel and then we switched and we ended up, uh, switching to the same hotel. Ezra yeah, I think day, right?
3: same as you guys did. Um, they're uh, outside of uh, <clears throat> the city. There, outside of Isbury Park. I can't remember if we had one already. We probably did, but yeah. I mean, once once Randy said that they were staying there, I I think there was limited availability. Actually, if I think about it, there was, there were probably like two or three hotels within twenty miles or 20, 20 minute drive of well, the place
1: i think the idea was that i had a friend that was supposed to go with me and then she she ended up going at the end but she didn't come with us she was just like really she Mm -hmm. was nervous about the pandemic and all that and she didn't Mm want to you know COVID and everything which is totally understandable especially for that time where there was so much we still didn't know and I think she had booked two rooms because she was expecting one of her friends to stay in one of the rooms or like for me or something like that. I, I didn't really have anything booked. So she then put the room that she was going to stay in in my name. And then the other room, the extra room in your guy's name. And they're That's right stayed at the hotel.
3: Cause we had, we had booked originally in freehold. That's
1: right. Possible. Man. Right, right on. See,
4: I I was a little uh, sleep deprived at that point, so I was just kind of <laughs> going with Chris. <laughs> yeah. Well, I
3: mean, give yourself some props, Dave. You you, you drove the entire the entire way, really, on
1: made no it. sleep.
3: Yeah. yeah, we made it. <laughs>
1: so, what would you guys think of? Uh, what do you remember from Shore stock Like that was that was a pretty fun event, and you wow. know, real real small kind of venue, and mm-hmm. it just like felt like all of the Pearl jam people there. And then a bunch of, you know, people that were affiliated and are still affiliated with the podcast and our patrons and stuff showed up and I got to meet a bunch of people. So yeah. What, what are your guys uh, memories from the, from the show?
3: Yeah, I mean, just just I mean, getting there a little early uh, to you guys have pretty much already set up. He had he had the, all the merch out and all that kind of stuff. But just you know, getting to chat a little bit with uh, you and Dave and and um, <clears throat> chatting with Anthony and and uh, uh, Rianne. Uh, that was that was really cool uh, to be able to you know to meet those people in the flesh. Uh, like you said, what we were talking about earlier, it's like you you kind of feel like you're forming these sort of like like friendships online but it's like it actually when you you end up and you meet somebody in the flesh it's like damn like wow this has really happened um but i was really i was really uh uh i i thought the stock was was great i mean the the musicianship that we got to witness was phenomenal um you know with obviously uh olivia uh back she was she was awesome oh, um, awesome
4: yeah. star of yeah. the show yeah
3: yeah, for sure. And I think with Jackson Pines uh, later, um towards the end, they they showed up as well and and we got to see them at the at the surf stage or the or the other stage across from where Pearl Jam played uh the next day. Just nice little uh nice little start to the weekend, you know, have a few have a few beers and you know, chat and and swap stories. It's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the you know, I, I, I like I remember like somewhere in towards the end of the night, you know, they had bought pizza and I had only had one slice. So I was starving and the rest of the rest of you guys were starving too. And I think like, you know, I don't know if there was a bathroom or the bathroom wasn't serviceable. There was something where I really had to go to the bathroom that day. And I, we just kind of said, all right, well let's get some fresh air. Let's get out a little bit and go to, the closest nearby place that's going to take us in at this point Mm of night. And then we just like sat there and we just traded stories, like you said, and, you know, got some time to just hang out. And that sometimes doesn't really happen when you go and travel for shows because either you're going to a local venue and you get there day of, and it's just, everything is just go, go, go from getting merch to, you know, then hanging out and finding places to hang out where everybody is in that bar, you know, that's a Pearl Jam fan. And sometimes when you're hanging out with your friends, you make, you just make friends with somebody that's overhearing a conversation that you're having and it all just kind of culminates and happens that way. But yeah, mm-hmm. it just, it was, it was nice to like, just sit there and just have like time to do everything because mm-hmm. it, it really doesn't happen that way.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Randy. Yeah. I remember sitting out there on that patio at the restaurant and you know, the weather at that point was nice. It, it had cooled off. It wasn't raining. Um, it was just, it was so cool to meet you guys and, and sit there and talk and just kind of get to know all of you. So like in person.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely.
3: Yeah. So that was pretty did, much, did, do you remember? I remember you, you and me, we went for a walk. Uh, we went for a walk uh, when we were at Shorestock. Uh, this was either like right before the main part of the show. Or I
1: remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I thought I thought originally that you and guys had gone to get merch.
3: That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. we, we were just gonna get, we were gonna walk down and and check it out and and we stumbled upon the merch line and there was nobody in it. Yeah, but it, it, everything was full by that time, uh, so like we, we got whatever we wanted. The the <laughs> got the poster and the shirts, and and I got my water bottle still still ah, walking, nice. uh, <laughs> which is which came in handy. Uh, oh yeah, because it was hot there. But uh, but yeah, it was it was cool. We we just kind of like stumbled on, like oh that's the merch tent. Like <laughs> no line, <laughs> just, just worked out real real nice. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, it was kind of. Yeah. I remember going down there and handing out flyers to people just to get them to go over the short stock. I don't think any of them worked. So I was just like, okay. You know, some people. uh, Yeah. Right. And, and and it was, uh, that's when the line was sort of breaking up at that time anyway. Um, But yeah, that was, that's pretty much Friday night. Was there anything else that happened? I can't remember. Like I think Dave and I just drove back to the hotel and you guys had your car at that point and you guys drove back too and then it was just kind of rest up for the next day.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember anything. Oh, actually, yeah, but so then the next day I had begged you, Randy, yep. because I grew up in Jersey and I used to go to the Jersey Shore all the time. I'm like, you know what? We're going down there. It's like both you guys like guys, I'll buy you buy you breakfast. Just go to this place. I know <laughs> it's like twenty, thirty minutes away, but <laughs> Like I want to go, you know, where where I grew up, you know, every summer. So uh we went for uh for breakfast the next morning.
1: That was awesome. Like that was one of my that favorite parts. So cool. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of that weekend. Just like it's like this nice little beach town, like the water's there, it's not the ocean or anything, it's just calm and you know, sunny, beautiful day. I remember oh, at one point day. we were just sitting there and Air Force One like flies over our heads ah yes there's the picture picture. yeah (laughs) i actually my wife just found mine the other day and she was like have you been missing this i'm like i didn't realize i had it Uh, i don't think i put it away yet i think it's still somewhere over there but yeah I, i i have i have mine and honestly i think i might have one that i intended to give to dave which i don't think you have one do you
2: Mm, I I don't know if I do. Maybe I do, but uh, somewhere probably in the same pile that you have over there.
1: (laughs) So, so for those of you listening at home, there's uh, a great picture of the four of us uh, just kind of standing, you know, with the, with the water in the background and it kind of, it sort of defined what was happening, not just that day, but that weekend that we're just kind of bonding and, you know, making these, these memories and then like celebrating, our favorite band coming out and doing their thing for the first time in so long. It's just, it's, it's definitely one of those things that just sparks your memory. And when you look at it, you're like that, that was a fun day right there. That was something, that was something special.
3: It really was. It was awesome. I mean, and the breakfast was, was great too. Oh yeah. Everything was, everything (laughs) was on point. You know, we'll see, uh, Being able to see Dave's, you know, uh, was a grandparents' house. Yeah, my grandparents.
2: They they lived a block from the ocean, a block from the inlet, right there. And I was like, you know what, you know, I haven't been here in so many years. I was like, let me let me just swing by and check out the old house. And you know, I I always knew there was a bunch of places for breakfast right there. I'm like, I have to go down there and you know, just kind of chill. And and that's what it was. It was it was a chill, you know, cool little time just to hang out. And right before the show all started, and I think we uh, drove. I think it was supposed to only, be, only supposed to be a half-hour drive back, but we went and took a little bit, a little bit over of a detour, and it was like 45 minutes back to the uh 45 minutes to an hour back. But it yeah, was we, worth it though. It was yeah. really fun to get to mm-hmm. see. Having never been there,
4: you know, uh, this was like my first experience with New Jersey as well. And uh we were just kind of living
2: vicariously through you at that moment, Dave. Yeah. Well, I I know we were talking before about like Asbury Park, you know, like, oh you're walking along the beach and there would be needles and stuff like that. It's <laughs> you know just how many miles. Yellow you know, s- South, it's beautiful, you know, homes and and beaches and yeah, it's it's a totally different area down there and 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 I know before we even went to the show, people were like, oh, you know, is Bruce going to be at the show? You oh know, God, that to blah, 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 blah. I totally and forgot it's, about and that. It's, yeah, I don't, but it's so funny because I just recently saw that Bruce was actually on the the beach right there at Manasquan Beach. He was buying lemonade from kids on the beach <laughs> I was like, you, say there.
1: you got some uh, you got some of that drink going there <laughs> wow you selling this for uh, 25 cents you, you have a you have a credit card machine that I can use there No, right I was like are you
2: kidding me and, and and then and then I've like i am like really like he goes to you know Manasquan and he goes to you know all these I mean of course it goes to Asbury Park but I mean he goes to all these other towns right along the, the boardwalks so I looked up Manasquan and Bruce and there's a picture of him right along the inlet right there like <laughs> pretty much right where we are like in the winter time walking down like hey yo know, New Jersey boy you know does good and he's, he's you know checked out the area you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, amazing how obviously like high in demand, and how much people, especially in Jersey, love him so much. And he's still the salt of the earth. And it's just like, I'm not just gonna hang out in you know my mansion or wherever he stays, and just like sit there. Like I, I love this state. I love this town. I'm gonna go and explore and do things and be a person. You know, yeah, that's that's cool stuff. So all right, I I have this vivid memory and I love this. So we went, we parked, we, we got to back to, you know, where the venue was and we parked, pretty close to that house that we had mentioned and just because we knew it like everybody had kind of dispersed we weren't meeting with anybody there but we knew sort of how to get there it was pretty easy and there was a space there so that was kind of our benchmark it was about a 20 minute walk and free, just, free
2: parking so yeah,
1: oh yeah free parking <laughs> everywhere that was the beautiful thing about it and You know, I I remember on the walk, we saw a couple of kids with like you know, Pearl Jam shirt, they looked so young that we were just like, Yeah, they they have no freaking clue what they're in for with this. And then out of nowhere on like a scooter, like a like an electric scooter, comes Anthony and he's like, It's the funniest thing because he looks at us, we're all like, hey, and then he just drives away. We're like, Wow. And what was going through my head during that was that it just felt like all of us, like as Pearl Jam fans, all just kind of got to this like beach resort town and all took a vacation together. And it's just all of us in this town at once, you know, everybody knows one another. And it was just like seeing that just kind of, it just made me so happy that like, you know you're involved with something like that my f- favorite you know thing to think about is the fantasy of you know building like a, a street you know a cul-de-sac or something and you know 8 to 10 houses where all of those people are like pearl jam fit like you know people like us that like eat breathe and sleep this so you know you wake up and one of the houses might be blaring no coat or something like that and it becomes really normal and you know we have street parties and all that and like that's you know that would be a dream and i think that you know that moment there and kind of what was going on that weekend was as close as you can get to that right nods aren't Yeah, (laughs) aren't (laughs) audible on podcasts. Yeah,
3: yeah, sorry. Uh, my internet connection is kind of sucking right now. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was, it was super cool. Uh, like you said, walking, walking by, seeing all those people. I mean, and you kind of get that a little bit wherever you go if you're traveling to see, you know, PJ in Boston or whatever. But I mean, it, it being on a beach was was a nice treat as well. Um, yeah, yeah. If, if we if we ever can get get that uh, set up'll I'll run I'll, I'll room. I
1: you know, I think that we all just at one point were, were' there and we're kind of standing on the sand watching bands, whatever we were doing. And at some point before even Pearl Jam came on, we all just looked at each other and we're like, ah oh, we've definitely come back for another show here. And you know this year, doesn't didn't really make sense because you know pearl jam being on tour this whole entire month and that's the priority there and then there's a, a festival in in my hometown that um that i'm going to that you're going to too dave
2: yeah uh, yeah my, my, my brother just got the uh the wristbands the other day and he's like hey go
1: I. <laughs> register your wristband <laughs> yeah don't put that wristband <laughs> my my wife saw somebody on like a Facebook group for sound on sound. Uh, and she put on the wristband. And she was like, how do I get it off? How do I like, and everybody was just laughing at like her. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently she did, but ugh. Ugh. yeah, not easy. So yeah. What would, what, what'd you guys think? Like walking in the, like seeing the venue and, and obviously it's, it's the boardwalk and you know, we were there the day before, but still now it's like, It's loaded with all these people that are just, you know, primed and ready to see their concert. Met for many of them, you know, they're they're first in a long time.
2: Yeah, it was. I I
1: like
2: I like the venue a lot. That was actually, uh, you know, just have your your toes in the sand and yeah, there's a little so much room to to spread out and it, it was a great venue. Totally agree. Yeah, the sun
4: was shining i agree like getting the uh, flip-flops off toes in the sand walking we showed up early but i think it was hiri or hyrie i don't know exactly how to pronounce her her band name
1: but oh, it was like playing. a ska
4: band right yeah ska band and it just it had like a good summertime vibe going um not crowded at all but they had a bunch of you know like festivals will do they had artwork and uh streamers flying around on the beach um
1: well they don't were call folks- it artwork anymore they call it in Instagram shoots.
4: Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what it was for. You're you're totally right.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought it was awesome too. Just uh I've walking around the the night before uh, and just kind of like going through and kind of seeing cuz I like the I like the history stuff too, you know, like you know, the the whole uh, old brick buildings and things like that. Just the, so that's that stuff is really cool to me, but uh uh i thought that uh the venue itself was uh was pretty excellent having multiple stages on uh, the shore and and you know they had the stage out in the uh in the grass area which you know we we missed goose because we camped off pearl jam uh which you know like we will never regret that but uh they played the they played the other stand uh out in the grass but um but yeah, I thought, I thought everything was great. Uh, the, the sun was certainly, um, hot, uh, that day. Dave, you, David, you had, uh, to reapply on that that head uh, of yours <laughs> um yes. but uh one thing one thing uh that that i'll never forget um and mostly because i i, I saw it yesterday i was at a festival here in uh in atlanta uh and there were some people walking around with island noodles And I was like, those are clutch, man. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about Island Noodles
1: probably minutes before you came on. I I guess, like, it's it's sort of out of chronological order now, but I guess we could could pull that out and talk about Island Noodles. So (laughs) the the idea was that uh, we had mentioned Paul Wirt before, and Paul had basically been there since the earliest that he could and stood by a railing just stood there didn't move the whole entire day didn't have water on him didn't have like anything on him and i'm just like what are you doing man like this is this is scalding hot temperature like you you need to go get something do you need to go to the bathroom like we'll stay here we'll take your place and he's just like no i'm i'm fine I'm oh, cool. You know, we, we all kind of decided to sort of stay there in that area and just kind of plop and hang out there. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, obviously at some point, you know, in between like Patty Smith and uh, Avid brothers or something like that, or even before there was a, there was like a, like a jazz fusion band or something that happened before Patty Smith. Do you remember? Do you guys remember? Yeah. They're cool.
3: Yeah, I remember they. Were, I remember they were good. I, I'm. Uh, their name escapes me now. Yeah, but Yeah. Yeah, they were good.
1: Yeah, it might have been like during them that we, you know, Dave, Dave and I were going to go out and just get everybody food, and that would be our last point for the day. And everybody would have to hold. I think it
4: was Corey Henry. Does
1: that sound right? Hmm. Maybe. Perhaps. It was definitely the name of like an artist instead of like a band name. Hmm. We'll have to fact check
4: that later, but we we're will have, gonna, yeah. I'm going to submit Corey Henry as my answer. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> We'll have to just look at the bill from last year. Like, honestly, set times might still be available on a Google image or something like that. So we get uh, we go out and, you know, go up for food and stuff like that. They have this drinking at the time that I had never heard of before called liquid death. And now it's all over the place. You can get that in supermarkets and stuff like that. My wife loves it. We have a ton of it in the house. But at that point I'm like, who's spending $10 for water. And then I actually did. I'm like, Holy shit. This is the best water I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's kind of besides the story, but we, we, are all like, we kind of like, okay, if we go up there, what do you guys want? And you're like, uh, we'll just get whatever. If, if you, you can get hamburgers. Honestly, I'm seeing all these people bring the trays. Like I can't bring five trays back. I just can't. It was yeah. just me and Dave. Like we could not do that. I had a backpack on me. Dave, you had, uh, you had something on you too. And yeah. we also had drinks as well. So we are just like, we couldn't do it. Then we're like, noticed, Okay, we're burgers over there, wings over there. We yeah, carry a bunch of, and they're all on lines. Like, just don't, just yeah. Let's make this simple. So I saw a bunch of people's eating eating out of what looked like a Chinese food carton, and like shit, those could work, and those little fuckers were called island noodles. So I'm like, fuck it. I bought nine of the uh, five of those, and I brought them all back, and we just laughed about it the whole entire time because. You know, of course, like, of course that would happen on a day like this. Like, you know, it it just felt so random that, you know, having these and like in front of all these people and making a big deal about it. All right, everybody, get your island noodles out and like start eating them and did pictures and stuff like that. And people are looking, they're like shit where'd you get that and it's like it's kind of like walking in the desert and like finding the one place that's open and you're just like like eating like as fast as you can like you haven't had any food in in months essentially but yeah them island noodles guys oh that hit the spot
3: yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> all that sodium was was clutch for all the swaying that we did <laughs>
1: so You'll see, uh, the guys will see this, but you guys won't. We'll post it somewhere. But this is a Polaroid of all of us eating island noodles. Well, all of us, not Chris, because Chris is hiding behind me somewhere. I don't, I've never, like, I think that's your head. I, you, you see an arm there with some island noodles. In the oh, yeah. Behind you. But uh. Yeah. did Did you, did you put a plant there? Like, hey, I don't really like these island noodles. Can you just, like, hold them for me?
3: <laughs> it could have been no I thought I, th- I thought we were delicious they were
1: delicious for the moment and I think that's that was delicious in itself
3: yes, yes. <laughs> it, it was a means to an end let's let's not get, I guess get crazy about it right you know, I don't know, it was Yeah,
1: don't yeah so yeah
3: just waiting there like it felt like
1: You know you got a little music you got patty smith and you got avid brothers both very very good obviously legend legendary patty smith and oh yeah yeah sure dave no problem (laughs) i see where you're going with that um and we can just get that in just a minute but um yeah i I guess one of the, the things that i remember is that there were these little frisbees being thrown around during patty smith and they all said flat earth on it and it was just like what the fuck is going on and they were all over the place like literally happened for like two or three songs and i you know took one and i was trying to like rip it apart and it would not rip for some reason but they were just annoying little shits weren't they
2: little missiles flying over our heads and ducking and <laughs>
1: right right yeah like, it just it's it's not the place for that i like i know that people love to sort of make wild uh, opinions apparent in big crowds but boy was that a bad one
4: randy oh. i remember seeing you catch one and and really start tearing into <laughs> it but i also remember uh, patty smith got one up on stage and she got really pissed about it. He did. And she yeah. I think she even maybe I can't remember if she stopped the music or if she just like started yelling about it. But there was a, a bit of rage from her as well. So
1: yeah, it might have been in between a song or something like that. But yeah, she said it so quite kindly. She's like, look, I know you guys are having fun and this is great, but I can't have these being thrown at me up here. And she was just very genuine about it. So that's you yeah. know that that's sort of where it stopped, but boy, oh those those things that did not make for a fun time is there anything else in like the waiting that you guys remember like up to pearl jam you know through avid brothers there's just a lot of it like people that you remember meeting and stuff like that
3: oh man you gotta put us on the spot there uh we're just reliving it you know yeah well we, uh, remember. Go ahead.
4: we we got there early i mean we we definitely camped out to be up close so yeah i mean we were <laughs> we were definitely in the sand a long time that day
1: yeah yeah for mm-hmm. sure i think totally worth it yeah and i think for 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 me i remember there was a guy wearing the same shirt i was wearing because i was wearing the roberto clemente shirt that ed U- yeah. was wearing for a while so the guy had the same shirt and you know, then I, somebody like pointed over to me. Is like, hey, same shirt, same shirt. And I happen to be wearing it because uh, a friend of the podcast got it for me last year, and then ended up passing away from pancreatic cancer last May. And what happened was I met, a, like I started talking to a couple of his friends and, you know, we were thinking about tributes to do to him. I think black, uh, black circle played a song for him, which was really, really nice of them. And, you know, I, I, I got to be friendly with uh with a guy named Damien. And I told, I was, I was kind of talking to the guy from a distance and he's like, Oh, like, where, where do you get that show? Like on and on. And for some reason it's like, yeah, I know Damien Ripple. Do you know him? He's like, he just left he's already he's like with us he's with our group i'm like no that makes total sense because it's a pittsburgh guy and like he he was connected to all of this too and we just all got to meet and like it was just a really nice moment to to get to see all those people and not expecting that at all so you know we got some good pictures of that and i believe i knocked over his beer by total accident do you you guys don't remember that right i i could just i could just forget about that <laughs>
3: <laughs> was,
1: i won't say a word
3: <laughs> wasn't he the the curator of that museum or
1: no he's right? friends with the curator yeah the curator's oh. name uh it's it's not coming to my mind right now but no he's he was just friends with him gotcha. yeah really good guy though yeah both of them really good guys mm-hmm cut to Pearl Jam, I think now's the time because this is where all the anticipation is is coming in. It's boiling up. And, you know, what, what's crazy about all these bands going on, it's so rare for Pearl Jam because it, it had been years since a lot of us had seen an opening band for Pearl Jam. So, you know, there's a lot of like a lot of waiting and a lot of enjoying the bands, obviously. But after the Avid brothers finished up, we were just like, Oh, now it begins. You almost sort of in a way forgot about it when the you know, the other music is happening. And you know, we had like an hour. They didn't go on until much later than they were supposed to, I think. I think they were supposed to go on at 8:30 and finish at 10:30 if I'm not mistaken, and they went on more like 8:50 or so. But what were what was what was going through your guys' heads as that little break in between getting getting Pearl Jam up there?
2: So many different years, of getting a little antsy up there. Like I'm just come on, guys! Like I, I, I thought they were going to start out with like River Cross or something or a release or like I was I was waiting for them to you know just just come back with something slow or something. But, emotional right yeah emotional yeah
3: yeah my money was on the release for sure yeah but, yeah the way they came out though like i know it's pearl jam. that's that's that is like that is as pearl jam as it gets like uh, no, three <laughs> off the new record like bam right yeah.
1: <laughs> But also, do you, you guys remember the trailer, right? The the bus that just <laughs> comes driving out the yeah. like, on the beach, on beach. What the hell is going on? And there's like a little, like there was a little one that was either attached or that followed up on that. And we're like, oh, that must be that must be Ed's dressing room right there. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, you, I think you had joked that it was Stone's ego.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's just yeah, just fun and uh, like everybody around us were they were all we had gotten to the point where all the Pearl jam fans had finally just kind of got up front and you know I remember there was a girl next to us that it was her first show and and she had a Mexican flag with her and she really wanted to be lifted on I think your shoulders David did did she try to did she try to get on your shoulders? She- she was definitely recruiting to to have me <laughs> hoist her up. You were the tallest awesome of the group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just like, you know, it was all big time fans at this point. There was nobody around us that felt like they were yeah, there were there were some punks. There were some punk kids there, if you guys remember. Totally. There was, like one guy that was cutting. like yeah, cutting and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. But that was annoying
1: the awesome thing about that venue is that being in the sand that you can't really move around at all. So there's no like pushing and shoving. It just kind of, you know, you're, you're just there. You just, get are stuck in
2: your, good. you're stuck in your divot and that's about it. <laughs> uh,
1: right. 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 Which honestly was one of the worst parts about the day. Just like the feet hurting and just mm-hmm. wanting to sit down so badly, but yeah, they, they go on and, and, you, you you look at the stage and like they all come on and they're getting a big round of applause. And, and like you, like you said, Dave, I thought it was going to be emotional. I thought that they were going to do like long road or something. They, they, the soundtrack, mm-hmm. I think the big one, I think I was with Chris that they were going to do release, but then I, I, kind of went through all the possibilities. Like, Oh, they could open with dance. So clairvoyance, they could open with this, they could open with that. And just the look that Ed gave the crowd, like it was just sort of, where have you been all my life? And instead of more of a, oh my God, this is really happening. And like taking, like it felt like he was there to have fun more than anything else. And that's that look right from the very beginning, set the tone for the whole thing.
3: Yeah, it really did. I mean, it, the the fact that, uh, the fact that they did come out and 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 start with uh clairvoyance i mean which which how much how much debating was there within the community about that song you know yeah. being the first you know single off the the record and like whoa what is what, what are these guys doing you know but like just you know so so typical of them as well it'd be like hey you know this is how we're gonna do it and we're gonna come out and we're gonna play these three and and Take it or leave it but everybody loved it the fact that we were all able to uh you know absorb that music uh during the pandemic and and actually know the songs that you know that they're, they're debuting uh, was a was a real treat yeah uh, back
1: when they actually wanted to play the gigaton songs right
3: <laughs> Not this year. <laughs> so far ago so so long ago <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I love that. I love the idea that they came out with all... Three gigaton right off the bat, and of course, like the one I wanted to hear the most, I think all of us kind of said it in unison was "Quick Escape" because "Quick Escape" was just the one from that record that felt like it was just gonna stay around forever because it's just so freaking good. Mm-hmm. And I sort of like remember there was like this buzz from the crowd when they when I get into it, and, and like that really felt to me that that was the moment that this all started. Like dance is, dance was really good, you know. I think that they were just still figuring out all the little things that went into dance and like what Josh was doing with some of the, you know, the, the techniques that happened at the end. And I think that Jeff and Mike were trying to figure out what their roles were. So it wasn't like a perfect version of it or anything like that. It was obviously great to, to have as, as the first song in, but it was quick escape that really was that moment that made you feel like, wow. And strangely enough, it was the debut of quick escape that made you feel like you were at a Pearl Jam show, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, the, I think, you know, thinking about clairvoyance and, and how different that song is. I mean, like you know, Matt making the drum beat, you know, on, a, uh, on electronic and, and, you know, how is it going to sound? like? Is it going to be, is it going to be a great, song for for you to hear when they're touring and uh you know really put that to to rest like kind of like i was i felt like i was a little bit in awe like this this really works like this is awesome um but quick escape yeah i mean the energy for that was palpable. it was awesome
1: i sort of remember after quick escape too like like you know, we're shit. And what's the next song? Are they going to keep doing this or what? And like when they start with seven o'clock, you have to think like this. That was the moment where we we're like, oh, this is different than an actual Pearl Jam show because you're thinking like, okay, now we're going to go into like go and last exit kind of songs. Like Corduroy came directly afterwards. Like we're gonna we're gonna get mm-hmm. to some shit here, but like seven o'clock hits and that's like a total change of pace right from third song in. And I think there was like an audible gasp from at least the four of us and a lot of other people that were like, Whoa. Mm -hmm. Like, And just Mm -hmm. now it makes sense to, as to how they're producing their set list now. And obviously now we know, but that was really the first time where we had any sense of, what they might have done in 2020 where before everything got got postponed
3: mm-hmm. yeah just su- such an atypical I mean festival setless uh, as well you know festivals are usually just like come out swinging right um, yeah and having that having that little uh break there um with seven o'clock but again i I still feel like it was like an, an in awe moment of, of being able to hear those debuts. That was one of the things like I wasn't going to miss the first show in three years, but also like, we're going to need to see some debuts tonight. Like, and yeah. we got to see a bunch of them and it was, it was yeah. super memorable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was a pretty typical festival show with all the other songs, except for you, you just got gigaton over and over and over again. Let's <laughs> start out with the first three and then Corduroy and then, wow like uh, one of the 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 best moments of the show i think was present tense
1: uh, hands down hands down absolutely i think like Shut definitely we all looked at each other we were just like a- again fifth song in and we were just like holy shit like that was the one i was hoping for that was like my pandemic like ritual kind of song that i had listened to basically every single day and, and they get into it you're just like they are doing it for us. You know, they're doing it because they, they know, obviously the Michael Jordan thing had come out a year prior and that was huge. And Mm -hmm. that made the song huge. So, you know, capitalize it on at that point, but man, it felt like such a, a nice surprise to hear it there. And it just lended to just a huge moment. You could tell how many people were singing along with it and just like feeling and kind of getting out all of that angst that might have been inside, you know, just waiting for shows and just dealing with everything in the world at that point
3: yeah it was it was incredible I mean, and the placement, like directly after Puertouroy, it's just like I remember my jaw dropping. I mean, like you got to, you have got to be kidding me, like, yeah. It's awesome and it was and it was, it was well done It sort of fit the uh,
4: it, The desire of having release played And not getting that present tense sort of It was in the same mm-hmm. uh, Same spirit I think
2: Yeah the same yeah. thing yeah that was great yeah
1: Right and a lot of those Songs didn't happen to pop up Because we got the um, The Bruce song and now The name of it is escaping me uh that happened. My to me, City of um, Ruins. My City of Ruins, thank you. Yeah. And like that was pretty much considered the other emotional song. Um, but yeah, you're right. We it, it kind of from there was able to you know, you got into the fan favorites, you got into like, uh, even flow shortly after that. And I think there was a section where it was like giving a fly an elderly woman that I really liked because those two songs back to back kind of were the songs I was playing for then was my two month old son that I had left my, my family to go see this show <laughs> on. So yeah, that was, that was tough for, for all of us to get through that. But, um, yeah, just like thinking about that. Within that, but like, yeah, the the rest of that set just it didn't matter what they played, you know, like we weren't going to get shit like fatal and hard to imagine because it just wasn't that kind of show. Mm -hmm. But I think the idea of seeing all these again, you know, state of love and trust and I like some of the, the classic classic Pearl Jam song, Better Man. Like, you just, it all, like, it all just, you wanted it because it it had been so freaking long and it didn't matter whether or not you had seen it nine times or, or once. Like, you were taking everything in and just happy and appreciating that moment, which I don't think I've had at a Pearl Jam show in a really, really long time before that
3: yeah one moment that really stood out to me was uh given to fly uh there was some incredible uh energy um you know waves came crashing like a fist to the jaw like i i felt like the whole crowd like at that point in time was just like Yes, this is finally happening. Like, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. we can like loose, and you know. I remember just like jumping up and down, <laughs> like a, like a kid. Uh, but that that song in particular has um, definitely stuck out to me as as one that was like a highlight of the show for me.
4: I was also gonna. Sorry, I'm gonna jump in and uh, and add in um, Red Mosquito.
3: Oh, really
4: yeah. Of me course. I was the
3: uh,
1: harmonica yep. and uh, Danny yeah. Clinch. Of course. Absolutely.
3: Wasn't there like a string of three straight shows that they hit? That yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because Danny Clinch was
1: over in Ohana, too, I think the first Ohana weekend. And then that was coming off the last show that they, they had done at Fenway where uh, clench had been on that one as well so yeah they were on a little bit of a hot streak with red (laughs) mosquito and if we were counting fantasy points during that somebody would have been very very happy
3: no no doubt doubt. yeah that was great
1: uh one of the the moments I, i i distinctly remember was during the daughter tag and you know i think we all you know i i was hoping for it's okay because i thought that that would be the moment where they finally did something that felt like it tugged on your heartstrings a little bit that felt you know like hey we've been we've been wanting this for so long and we think like that kind of that that idea but instead and i heard you know Chris we i think we were just kind of back and forth on this i'm like it's okay it's coming you're like no wma' is coming and then they hit into wma you kind of look over you're like Mm-hmm. But we didn't it, really know what was going to happen there
3: because we the got typical WMA. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> we got more than we bargained for, which is very good.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but you—you have you to think. I mean, with the things that have that have, that transpired during the pandemic years, you know, with social justice and you know, George Floyd and and all that. I mean, that as much as we wanted to say it's okay, I mean, still. You know, right. shit's fucked up. You know, like and, and Eddie is never, never uh, straight away from from voicing that. And no, he's not shy about that. Now it felt it felt right,
1: and I think that's the whole idea. We had covered a show about that recently. It might have been St. Louis. It was the St. Louis one. It was, yeah. Right, I, I was having flashbacks. way, because Ferguson. That's right, and it's like the the less you know that that you know just bringing up the moment. Uh, you know what he's going for there where he doesn't actually have to go into a speech or anything, but you know, okay, this is what he's gearing towards, what he's what he's trying to say. And I thought that that was obviously very good. And then uh, a little bit of a surprise moment off Better Man, too. The people have the power tag I thought was very, very good.
2: Yeah, that was interesting. It has was quite a while since they'd done the uh, tag off of Better Man for uh, people have the power. Yeah, hundreds of shows, 193 apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, look at you using your own statistics. Pulling <laughs> off my own stats here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. on, on on that note, I kind of remember, like you know, you were behind me updating live footsteps and. I was <laughs> trying to do Twitter too. And I was, you know, like we were kind of going back and forth the same thing. And like, you were, I think I, I had told you about waiting on a friend when that got tagged off wishlist and like, like you had to go back and like change a bunch of things or something like that. I can't remember. Yep.
2: Yeah. I was trying to get it going and I was like, Oh shit. But I hadn't updated a show in two years and I had some errors as I'm doing it. And I'm like, look looking at it. I'm like, <laughs> Oh shit, none of the new songs are, are showing up. Like, oh my, I can't recode my site while I'm sitting on a fucking beach.
1: <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Or so it'd go down that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Uh
3: w- one one other one other thing um, as I look at the set list again, uh that that we were always kind of like wondering how it was gonna play out with uh as much as uh Trump is is uh mentioned twice in the album uh by name. Um and and Ed saying uh we had uh sitting bullshit as our fucking president, uh changing the words. So, so he never he never really got to say it the mm-hmm. the right way. Uh and will he uh, he he probably won't ever.
1: Oh At this point. no, because people can't yeah. be that stupid, right? No. You would think. Mm, hope so (laughs) i have no idea i I
3: guess it depends on who gets elected again no
1: right i I think the line might turn into hopefully and then we had sitting bullshit who's now sitting in a jail cell yeah (laughs) (laughs)
5: yeah
1: one of the best visuals from this night was porch it absolutely was porch because you know i think it was one of those things where ed You know, obviously has so much time before doing whatever he had to do. And by the way, we forgot to mention the great speech about math, the math thing uh, about like multiplying love and then ending division. Like that was so powerful. Mm -hmm. That was a fantastic moment, kind of tying into maybe WMA a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I thought that was, I thought that was great. You know, talking about how he didn't, he uh, he finally knew a little bit about math, and up, up till then it was it was mostly just paying for the tutors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that uh, that definitely resonated. Um, great line.
1: So going to, now, going back to porch, and you know, like again, Ed's got nothing to do during that part, and. For the first time in what felt like a very, very long time on porch, he ends up like, all right, you know, life is short. Let's go do this. And he starts climbing that little rafter that they had up there. And it was just, it was so cool to see that. I think we all pulled our phones out right away. and We were just like snapping pictures and and I got one and I was just like, whoa, this is the money shot. Yeah. And I posted it on Twitter and it had soared on Twitter. I think it had gotten like 600 likes that night, something like that, which for the podcast I had never gotten before. I think even that night when doing the set list update, we had gone over a thousand followers, which, you know, at that time was a huge deal, you know, and it, like, just kind of, yeah, like just great moments overall in the show. Um, you know, yeah, with...
3: it it felt like vintage, you know, it felt like mm-hmm. you know, like things were normal again.
1: <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like the 20-song thing, I don't think it bothered me at all. I don't think it was really bothering anybody. We knew that they had two hours. And but I think everybody kind of got the sense that all right, Pearl Jam shows were supposed to be a little bit different. And this is Maybe the idea of what we're getting here in the future, and it's not really that far off like they've done all different things in the last you know months or so that have made the set list unique to themselves but like this this kind of set the this kind of set the tone for all but you know
3: yeah I mean certainly the the shorter set list so we're, we're getting like what 22 24 the most uh through the the first leg of the tour now um but I mean think about the the stops that they've had to pull out as well with like opening with the nothing as it seems and like I was just thinking about you know I mean, during this this set um had they they were gonna play light years oh you know? god yeah practice. And, and that's that's one of my you know i uh, would love to have my white whales or whatever you know same I, I, i'm i'm definitely uh <laughs> a, a late bloomer when it comes to pearl jam um but yeah they scratched that and you know he talked about the uh, norm Macdonald and his, his relationship with that and, and but yeah i mean they've they've certainly gotten a good mix even though i mean we started heavy with 10 stuff at the beginning of this last tour but uh but yeah i think i think you're you're right it it, it was a nice i uh, it was like a prequel into like the the next phase of pearl jam where you know we're not we're not going to see three hour sets anymore and, and you know 30 plus songs um, this is this is what uh what we should expect moving forward
1: Here's a tough question for you guys. And I know some of you have more than others under your belt, but where does this show sort of rank within your shows that you've gone to? Hmm.
2: Just after not seeing it for so many years, it ranks up pretty high. I mean, just, and also, you know, the, the, the linkage to, you know, my, my upbringing and being out on the beach and toes in the sand, you know, you know, maybe 20 miles from where I uh, grew up going every, every year to the the shore. It, 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 it's up there probably, probably top five.
1: Yeah. I have a, I have a really tough time trying to decide that because I had so many that were not just like important to me, but also phenomenal shows that are important to the landscape of Pearl Jam. So it's tough. Like, I think I'm close. I think I had configured that it was number six or number seven, which is very high, but all because of everything that led up to it. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. I mean, what it means, you know, what it meant to, to be there first first gig in three years that's that's I I kept repeating that you know like there's no way we're going to miss it um that that gives it that sort of like upper crust sort of you know feel um yeah I mean I I haven't been to but I don't know I seven shows seven eight shows at this point so I mean my my ranking isn't uh (laughs)
1: <laughs> it doesn't mean that
3: much But uh, but yeah, I mean This will always be one of those One of the, the first things That I'll say, yeah, went to, went to Asbury Park You know, first show after COVID, wasn't going to miss it Oh yeah,
2: it doesn't, doesn't matter if it was After COVID or anything, like just just being This festival that, you know, they have this Linkage to Danny and everything like that It it, it was special for them to go there And support him, and support the See here now and everything, yeah It's We didn't even make
1: mention, we didn't even make mention that, uh, you know, the Danny clinch appearance on Jackson pines was very, very cool too. Seeing Jackson pines. That was like one of the only bands that we like made a point to go see at all that day. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you guys want to go see goose. I want to go see Dr. Dog at one point and obviously standing where we were, we just weren't able to make that happen. But yeah. Um, you know, it, it, just like everything that happened that day is so memorable. Even you know, going back to to my city of ruins a little bit, that that's a great moment too because you have the choir behind him, and he tells the story about how he basically got a call out to them. You know, one of them was a teacher in school, and on Friday they left class to go and and go rehearse with them, and pe- a lot of people had heard that on the the sound check and they were all saying that bruce was going to be there and i don't know if you guys caught this but at one point ed like looks over to the side stage and that i i think i might have looked at you guys and like oh he's he's signaling he's signaling something but you know (laughs) it when we think of this like it it's better that he wasn't there and i'll tell you why because automatically he would have been the story. It would have been the headline is Bruce Springsteen joins Pearl jam and not Pearl jam plays for the first time in four years, three years, whatever it was. So I, you know, I think that Bruce probably that that was cognizant for him. And I think that it was just like, okay, just hang out backstage and enjoy your time. So like, I, I just, you know, I think that night had to be about Pearl jam in a way.
3: Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, it would have been the the headline, sure. Darn. Although, yeah, I mean, obviously Ed talked about Bruce a lot during the show. You know, yep. shared a lot mm-hmm. of stories and, and uh, so we did get that taste of it. But um I'm I'm glad it it was it was just pearl jam.
4: Randy, I, I seem to remember you even saying something very similar to that when we were walking uh, back, you know, a couple hours later after the show, Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of reflecting on all of it. And, and you had made that point too of like, you know, the headlines and, you know, kind of thankful that it is like, Hey, let's make this about Pearl jam. This is their moment. Um, They rocked it. And Mm -hmm. I I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's a great comment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's, you know, they had, they had some, great moments on top of that and you know we got to see that set list after walking back and like you said with light years boy that was just
3: was that like a hurt. knife to the heart
1: yeah uh, <laughs> i mean i didn't mind getting all of those you know the given the flies and, and elderly Womans of the world because it I, I there were six new songs that we had never seen before as mm-hmm. shared by everybody so you were getting stuff that hadn't been played or you hadn't heard so but light years i think was the one that i was really hoping and expecting for so that one one was a big sting Mm -hmm. i'll talk about the ride back because i actually have a good memory from the ride back if anybody has anything from before that
2: well what about the uh um, the after party
3: at wawa (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> the uh
2: the stone the stone pony
1: oh which we, yeah which we, which we ended up
2: giving away our tickets and we're, were which is oh i'm so sad you know we heard it was not great but yeah no
1: yeah i think the <laughs> the idea and i had heard from friends that like bands had showed up there and, it, and they had built it as you never know who's gonna show up at the stone pony sort of like oh man if ed gets there then yeah let's do it but like he had to think he's not going back to another place to go sing after he had just done a two hour set, you know, mm-hmm. he's probably not going to do that at this age
3: and not in the COVID bubble.
1: I probably, exactly. Was, yeah. Back then. Yeah, right. exactly. So mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, we only had three tickets in our name. I think that I had bought two and Dave, you got one on your own. I believe Yeah, I had
2: one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we yeah. didn't want to leave anybody behind. And I think it was Dale. That we just sort of said, okay, here you go, man, and he took he took the guys and whoever it was, and they all, you know, <laughs> they all made it. Tonight, yeah, I, remember, I suppose.
2: I, I remember sending to Dale, you know, sending him my my, uh, I sent it to him using my number, and he looks, looks at my number. He goes, six hundred three, New Hampshire. He's like, you're up in New Hampshire? I'm That's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's like, I'm a bass. am like, oh yeah. Like, he's like, I-, I know who you are in the
1: community. Like. <laughs> it's yeah it's just funny to stumble and dale's one of those people that like everybody everybody knows so just like seeing him and he's like five foot one is such a tiny dude and you're just like wow like this community that's on social media is actually a real community and i think that's one of the fantastic things about it yeah the Car ride back I remember two specific things We were all In the space of like wow Just you know It it just felt so satisfying Seeing all that And we put Dave's playlist back on And back to back You know we're trying to find a place to go Eat and we're kind of backtracking And stuff like that we don't know but Like the more ride the better In this situation Because there were two songs that came on that just felt like they defined that moment that we were in one was seasons and the other one was society. And I like explicitly remember all of us just kind of sitting there and just like taking in, just kind of singing a little bit. And Mm -hmm. it just felt like one of those things that almost like cinematic in a way Mm -hmm. where it's just like, ah, friends on road trip. And now they like, this is the special moment where, you know, their bonding moment or something like that but it 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 weirdly kind of felt like all that and we are just all in the same state of euphoria yeah and you know such two you know after all of the rock and roll we had seen like two pretty you know you know slower songs coming on and and hearing that kind of felt like sort of that's the come down of all of it and just yeah i just vividly remember that
3: the come down yeah exactly um uh, and we did get, we, we did drive around quite a bit uh, to try to find that food. Um I remember stopping at that one place to walk in awful. and they're like, yeah, no. Uh, kitchen's closed. Um, but yeah, to your, to your point about the, the music, I, I feel like, you know, when you're, it's almost like your brain is buzzing at, after a co- big concert like that and, and you're just like it, it, it's it's so intense and when you have songs like seasons in society where it's you know mostly a little slow down it's like uh, like this really just happened you know and, and it, it's, a, it's a it was a fitting end well outside of Dave not getting to eat <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you had ordered your Wawa food and we we're just like, fuck it. We're getting Dippin dots or something. I got dipping dots. I don't know what you guys got. Just like sodas and stuff.
2: I thought mm-hmm. everybody was getting food and I just ordered food. And then I'm like, you guys are walking outside. I'm like, wait a minute. What's where, my food? Like They
1: said they said it was like 18 minutes before your your meal was going to be done.
2: Uh, I didn't hear, hear them say that. I just put it in with the like the little computer screen and like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm, I'm out of here. It was just a mess.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Think yeah. about a bag of Dritas and you know, <laughs> some protein bars. Yeah. Like, yeah, this will be good enough. <laughs>
1: well, it was uh, getting back to the hotel room. I remember, like, you know, I, my feet hurt. And I just, I think I went and I, I like, stood under the shower real quick just to kind of get that, you know, that festival stink off of me. But, yeah. like, the sand and the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was a long day at the beach.
3: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. But the uh, departing, uh, departing the next morning, though, also a great, a great moment. You yeah. Know? Heading heading into that that bagel shop, totally legit.
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Delicious. You know, um, great way to to do the send off as we had to drive back to to Philly. Um, but yeah, just. Uh, Remember you, you you digging around the back of your car looking for like shirts or or handing out bags or something like that you like mm-hmm. you had you you had done that
1: um, yeah I don't remember yeah I, I'm sure I did but
2: I just remember going to breakfast with you guys that morning and I ordered a probably the same thing that I ordered when I was at the beach I ordered a pork roll sandwich and one of you guys asked me what's pork roll and the, the owner of the place is like it's Taylor ham I'm like no. Pork roll and Taylor ham is the same damn thing. It might be just one is like the corporate name for it. One is like what everybody else calls it. Like I was like I was like shook my head like yep, whatever, whatever. Dude, either way,
3: either way, I still have no idea what a pork roll. (laughs)
2: Well, I'm with you, Chris. It's it's a it's a New Jersey thing, but you can now get it up in New Hampshire. So I can actually get up here. I've been getting it now, like at the local Target. Like they get it like these little packages. Sorry. So I'm like, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I get it like a couple times, you know, a couple
1: times a month.
3: <laughs> it's a nice treat.
1: Yep,
2: little treat. Yep.
1: So I think the you know we said our goodbyes and it was just like, you know, we were it was just one of those weekends that we just never wanted to end. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't stay for for the pumpkins the next day because we had gotten our fill with with that day and standing out there for another eight hours or so it's just nobody had that in mind and i think that mm-hmm. a lot of the pearl jam people did bail because why not
3: yeah you had a baby to get back to
1: i did yes i did and <laughs> yeah so
3: i remember um, slipping, slipping the uh, uh thing off the wristband off my hand i mean i, I worked at it for a good 20 <laughs> minutes and finally got it off and I remember we were walking back and i i handed it to uh I I, I say kids; they were probably, you know, teenagers. But uh, oh yeah, I remember that. But here, had fun. You're like, she was like, yeah, that was that's awesome. (laughs) Here, because it was the the weekend pass. I was like, yeah, so I'm going.
1: Right, (laughs) right. That's really funny. I think I cut mine off with scissors when I got home. Who was the other headliner
2: for the next night? Who was
1: it again? I forget. Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had seen them before pandemic i'm like yeah i'm good don't need that again
3: (laughs) and what's what's fun about you know us saying the saying the goodbyes you know there that uh that little deli like knowing that we were going to do it again someday right yeah and that that's right around the corner you know like we're going to be meeting up in, in nashville um that was in the past technically when this comes out that's in the past oh that's in the past sorry we (laughs) met up in Nashville uh you know (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we knew it was coming again and, and uh yeah that's that's again the great thing about the community I mean like people like uh Patrick and and um you know Dave and and just being able to Get together with with total strangers at at uh, at one point, and uh, you know, enjoy your favorite band together.
1: The only other thing, Dave, that I remember from that weekend, I think we got to bring up, was uh, I kept seeing signs for Red Bank, and it had always been one of these things, like a pilgrimage <laughs> to go see the. Quick stop that you know They filled clerks in and that was something That you know I cared more about Probably when I was 17 than Than 35 <laughs> but we still Had to do it you know Yeah
2: you're really you were really close like I, I had never been there like hey Okay sure we're, we're right here Like it is it a class yeah.
1: And of course I had to say to the guy running the place And I didn't say I didn't say The line I didn't say the line But I I asked how how often do people ask you are you supposed to be here today and the guy said every fucking day that i work here (laughs) every fucking day so but i mean the, the the store looked smaller than it did in the movie that was the only thing i'm just like I thought I was gonna walk through and be like, "Whoa, this this convenience store paradise it was like no bigger than a closet." <laughs> so, anyway, uh, before we we go, anyth- anybody got anything else from this that that you guys remember?
2: No, it was just great to meet all you guys. You know, for the first time there, it was it was a great you know anniversary, you know, one year anniversary of this this mm-hmm. incredible trip.
5: Yeah, I
4: agree. It was it was really special. I didn't share earlier what my ranking was because I've only been to four shows, and uh, but th- this one's way up there in the top five for me as well. And... <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it, but I, I mean, truly, like that. You know, the experience is, is you know what what I'll remember from it the most is the uh, you know the friendships that we built and just the fun we had all together.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Nothing like traveling to see your favorite band and, you know, connecting with people that you spend so much time chatting with and, you know, in, an, in a virtual situation and, and to be able to, you know, break bread with those people and and listen to music with those people. is just something I certainly will never, you know, take uh, for granted.
1: Yep. Yeah. You guys said it. That's just, you know, I think that's one of the things that you get into Pearl Jam for the music, but you come out of it with the friendships. I think that's because because of the music, because everybody has that common bond that they can all share. That when a song like Present Tense comes up in a set as the fifth song, we can all be there and just say "Whoa!" and have the same moment. You know, if you're with people that just wanted to go because it was a festival, they don't have that moment. They don't care. You know, they just are like drinking just music and just stuff and they might be annoying, you know? But yeah, like that's kind of always been the goal in a way for the podcast when when building this at first, I kind of knew like, okay, I'm gonna meet people finally, and it's not gonna people be people that like I meet on you know, the, the the public Facebook groups or the boards or anything like that is going to be people that like, you know, uh, that I didn't like essentially want to say like, I'm going to meet listeners and then become friends with listeners. But like, that's kind of what ended up happening. And I think that, you know, what's so important when you're in the position that John and I are in, and even a little bit with you too, Dave, is that like, you can't, kind of look above people as like oh i'm your podcaster and you're my listener it just doesn't work that way you're just like you're in a community and you're so close knit that you are you know you you want to make these friends you just want to talk to people and i get i get weird when people are like oh wow it's so weird talking to you like why stop
3: that I, shit he's like i listened just like to your you. voice for eight hours this this week
1: yeah <laughs> well i remember david you said that you were like listening to the evolution episode you were doing uh like a, a cross cross-country trip to like kansas or something like that mm-hmm. and you yeah, said yeah. you said you listened to seven hours legitimately i'm like whoa why like as a choice. Yeah, man,
4: that, that helped me so much. Uh, we had to go back to the Midwest from Arizona for a, a funeral during the pandemic and we drove. So we had a 17 hour drive day. So you definitely, you, you helped me get there. Believe it or not.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if that was the full intention, but that was some kind of, <laughs> you know, idea in there was to maybe help somebody on a car ride. But yeah, I think, now is a good time to really wax poetic about this because what's following up on this episode is our 200th official episode. It's not the 200th show that we covered because we've done Patreon stuff and we've done like an episode that had three shows in it. And we also had a couple that were in the episode lineage that were actually like set list drafts kind of stuff and like best of the year or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but even it just being a 200th episode, that's, that's a huge milestone. And, you know, now seeing the position that, you know, we're in and seeing that, you know, four years ago that I, you know, wanted to be in this position, but I had no idea like where it was going to go and seeing that it happened is just, you know, I'm I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. That's it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about Pearl Jam, and I found people that, um, that wanted to to talk to. It's not people to listen, but it's more people to to have a conversation with. So, I thank mm-hmm. all you guys, all you guys. You're welcome, Randy. You're welcome. three in this room and everybody listening at home. And like I mentioned, this this week is the See Here Now show because it's the one-year anniversary. It's the first time that we're getting into Gigaton songs, so we can cross some more off our checklist. So that should be fun. And I guess we will see you on Wednesday for number 200. Remember that we are still gunning for our little goal here. 200 patrons by 200 episodes so if you're interested in doing that patreon.com slash live on four legs live click the orange button at the top this has become a patron you can do it that way or you can just download the patreon app search for live on four legs boom subscribe so help us get there hopefully you're in and hopefully we get to have a big announcement for it uh, on the on the day that we released the episode so thank you all for tuning in thank you to dave david and chris for being great friends that weekend and great friends since then and it's it's something i don't think we'll ever forget so if you have stories like this that you want to share please send us an email at live on 4 at gmail.com and we'll get it on the air we'll find a way to get it on the air because we definitely want to start telling some more stories like this at some point in the future so all right thanks everybody we will see you for episode number 200
0: Let see the that Inspired Leaning out to catch the sun's rays or lay A lesson to be applied Are we getting something out of this Sink to You can spend your time alone, redigesting past regrets. Ooh. Oh, you can come to terms and realize you're the only one who can't yourself. Oh. for most I seems getting harder to find an approach in a way to live are oh, we getting something